Hello and welcome to Business and Pleasure, episode four with me, Troy Francis, Sunday night coming at you as usual from central London. So today I wanted to talk about something slightly different and this came to me during the day when I was at a conference. I was at a big conference in London this weekend. It was really good. Uh, I talked about it on Instagram stories a bit today. I will probably talk about it more because it really feeds into the personal brand sort of business space. And it made me think both a lot about both what I'm doing in terms of my career and the services that I'm offering to people. But also, it really made me take a step back and think about the kind of content that I'm putting out, what I'm doing, what I should be doing. You know, because in the digital space, as you know, probably there's a whole host of things that you could be doing. You know, you could be doing uh, Instagram, you can be doing uh, Facebook, you can be Facebook Live, you can be doing YouTube. There's all of these different platforms. And, you know, how do you not spread yourself too thinly? And how do you, you know, do what you're actually meant to be doing? And also as well, what you really want to be doing as well. Anyway, I don't want to go into that now because that's going to sort of meta level and that's more stuff about my personal career. It will play in as well to the personal brand stuff, like I said, but I need a bit of time just to let it all sink in and to work out my thoughts on it. But it's certainly shifted my thinking a hell of a lot. So it was really good. But one of the things that I noticed was I'm just not very good in big social situations, particularly when they're sort of mainstream social situations. You know, this was a very... Uh, I mean, you know, like mainstream event, really. I mean, lots of normal, normal folk there doing their thing. This wasn't any sort of a, you know, niche kind of uh, kind of online thing. This was a very, uh, you know, there's nearly 400 people there. It was very mainstream. It was very, uh, you know, lots of people from all different sorts of walks of life. Now, in general, actually, it was really, really good, and I met some really cool people there, and I, I enjoyed it, but I am just innately an introvert, really, and I think that's the truth, and I think I always have been. Now, that's not to say that I can't be very good socially, because I spent a lot of time, as you might know, uh, doing sales as part of my career, and then I got into... So, actually, sorry, just on that, uh, so I was doing sales, I was doing that for really all of my career in one shape or form. I mean, there were other dimensions to it, but basically it all came down to sales. I was selling advertising and that part of my career lasted for about 20, nearly 20 years. So that's a lot of time getting in front of people, pitching to them, having to be confident. So, you know, there's that. And I used to go to a lot of social events for that and you face-to-face meetings and all that kind of thing. The other thing, of course, is that I got very into the player lifestyle. And that, by definition, necessitates that you get on well with people. So in my earlier days, I was doing a lot of nighttime games. So I was going into busy, loud, intimidating nightclubs, talking to girls, their friends, other guys, you know, all of this kind of thing. So I don't want to give the impression that I am a shrinking wallflower and I'm very, very bad socially because on one level I'm not. On one level I can do it, I can play the game, I can show up and I can go and talk to people and, you know, and even even kind of enjoy it to a degree. But the reality is that underneath it all I just don't really enjoy it and it kind of fills me with dread. I spend a lot of time at those sorts of events 
in the loo, kind of like, kind of <laughs> sort of look, checking my phone, kind of hiding from people a little bit because I just don't really like doing it. I find it draining and I need to escape as quickly as I can. And as well, now this is a tweet that I put out earlier on today, so I'll read it now. And this is kind of how I was feeling at this point in the day. People who have had positive reference experiences since childhood tend to shine socially. If you're not one of them, here's my message. Your ideas still have value. You still matter. So, yes, you know, people who've had these positive reference experiences in childhood tend to do really well socially. And uh, others of us who are maybe less fortunate, perhaps, don't. And I was thinking that at one particular moment in the festivities today where I was sitting on a table it was all women and one other guy and the guy seemed very confident very self-assured very sort of you know and you we always judge people's um outsides don't we? we we never know what's really what's going on inside so I looked at this guy and I thought yeah good looking confident you know bit of swagger about him and everything like that he's probably always had it easy he's probably always had positive reference experiences and meanwhile here's me now you know I, as I said I can I can be I can be good socially I can you know I can even stand on a stage in front of people and talk as well but I can be good in terms of social interaction but it's sort of like you know it doesn't come naturally to me and also as well I think sometimes my vibe can be off just put it being putting it out there, being quite honest about it. I think sometimes, particularly in a mainstream setting, I think sometimes with girls, I have to be very careful. I have to I have to tone it down because I think I can give off the impression of being, you know, being a bit of a player or something like that. And that obviously is not always appropriate. And sometimes that can seem, you know, I don't want to say the word, but it could almost seem creepy sometimes. And you've got to be very, I have to be very, very careful about that. I have to really tone down that side of my persona in a, in a situation where that's not what I'm doing, you know. And I, I mean, to, to be honest, if you look at my, um, you know, dating techniques, if you like, I mean, a lot of it really is going and talking to girls who are maybe on their own or, or, or just in a pair or something and having a one-on-one -on -one with the girl and, you know, developing a relate, uh, you know, a, a sort of attraction that way and then taking her details and then following up with her one-on-one. -on -one. It's all very much, and, and I'm like that as well with guys. It, I, I like one-on-ones. I'm most comfortable when it's just me and one other person or maybe two other people at most or whatever, you know. Um, so I lost my train there. But yeah, so basically... Um, I have to tone down the sort of playerish, you know, because like, like, that's not the impression that you want to be giving necessarily at a professional event. You know, it can work very well in a one-on-one -on -one situation or in a nightclub or something like that. At a business conference, less so. And with guys, I mean, you know, I can get on very well with, with guys. I've got many uh, very close male friends. But, you know, in a, in a big group, I'm not a sort of football and fags kind of guy. I'm not, uh, that's cigarettes in, um, in, in the British idiom, by the way. Uh, you know, so I'm not a kind of a Jack the Lad sort of, you know, I tend to be too, generally speaking across the board, right? I tend to be too cerebral. I tend to be too serious. I tend to be too in my head. And my vibe is just a bit edgy for people sometimes. That's the truth of it. That's what it comes down to. Now, over the years, and obviously I'm in my 40s now, I've spent a lot of time working on that. And it's really softened a lot. And I'm a lot better than I was when I was, say, 17 or 18. I mean, make no mistake about it. But nevertheless, I'm not the most easy social presence that there is. 
and perhaps you identify. I don't know. I mean, maybe you don't. I don't know. Um, but perhaps you identify. And if you do, this is really what I was trying to say in the tweet. Because I was sitting there and I was thinking, this guy's really shiny and the girls are all hanging on to his every word. And I'm sitting here like this kind of, you know, spare part sort of thing. Now, by the way, that um, late, later on when we got into group discussion, that was all fine. And the guy turned out to be, to be friendly and it was, it was all cool. But that was just how I was feeling in that moment. You know, that kind of insecurity in the moment. And then it occurred to me, well, hang on a minute you know, it might be that this guy is really good socially. It might be that he can get everyone around the table laughing. It might be that his vibe is easy. So people can kind of relate with him very easily, very immediately. And he puts people at their ease. And sometimes I have difficulty in doing that. And all of that might be true. But that doesn't mean that I don't have anything to give. That doesn't mean that I am invalid or my views are invalid or my intelligence or the things that I've created, you know, or anything. And, and you know, indeed, sometimes if you worry about how you look compared to somebody else, now this is, I, I don't worry about that so much, but say that you do. I know some, some people do. I read an interesting quote quite recently saying, you're somebody else's beauty does not detract from yours. And I think that goes for physical beauty, but it also goes for the beauty of your, you know, your whole, your whole persona. So just because you are in the presence of somebody else who maybe outshines you, it doesn't mean that you have got nothing to offer. In fact, in some circumstances, it might be the opposite. The opposite might be the case. It might be that you've actually got more to offer than the person who is just very good at parties, very good in social situations. You know, some people are just naturally very ebullient. They're very, uh, you know, um, easy to get along with. They're very good at socializing. I mean, I, I you see this in social groups. If you go to a, a bar, for example, in, in Britain, if you go to a pub, uh, you know, you usually see somebody who's able, who's sort of the centre of attention, who's able to command the um, the conversation, get everyone laughing, all that kind of thing. As I said, naturally, I'm not that person, and it doesn't help that I don't drink either. So I don't even have the kind of uh, Dutch courage that people get when they drink alcohol. Now, over the years, in the different situations that I put myself in, because I've I've spent a lot of time putting myself in purposefully in situations that have made me feel uncomfortable and I would recommend doing that you know socially if you're a bit shy you're a bit insecure whatever I would recommend going outside your comfort zone and I've certainly done that and there have been times when I've been that person I've been the person who's commanded the attention of the room I've been the person who's been the, the king socially and everyone's looked at me but again as I say it's not innate in me it's not really a natural thing and it's not even something I particularly like doing, you know, because there's this weird part of me that in the background is going, oh, yeah, but you're not really worth it. You know, why? You, you know that you're not really worthy of the attention of these people and, and everything else. So I've got to battle those those demons. And it's it's all because I'm too I'm in, obviously fundamentally I have deep seated insecurities, which I think a lot of us do. And that's something that, that you know, I need to work on. We all need to work on. Um and secondly, I'm too in my head and I just think too much. And I think the, the, and this is why, say, someone like Tom Torero will say the guys who are very good at game, who are very good at dating seduction skills tend to be guys who, you know, maybe they're not even the, the, the highest IQ guys, but they're not in their heads. 
you know, they're not overthinking everything. And, and I tend to overthink everything. And that is, again, something I need to work on. But anyway, really, the, the fundamental message of this episode is just to say, is just to repeat what I said at the beginning, which is, look, if you identify with this, if you find yourself in social situations and you are being sidelined, you feel like people aren't paying you attention, you feel like somebody else is sucking up all of the oxygen in the room, getting all the glory, then don't, for goodness sake, think that detracts in any way from you because it absolutely doesn't. Every, you are quite absolutely as valid as that person. You may even have more to offer in certain um, dimensions their beauty does not detract from yours. So you can practice your social skills, you can get better at them. But in the end, some of us are just kind of introverts. You know, some of us, we are better behind a keyboard than we are standing in the pub with a pint making jokes. And that's just the way it is. And, you know, we can't all be strong at everything. But rest assured that you are still worthy, you still matter. And all you need to do is to find a different way to get your voice heard and to get your voice out there. And you can absolutely do that like I'm doing now with this podcast or like I do with my website or whatever. So in the age of personal branding, it's absolutely possible. You know, you don't need to be the best face-to-face communicator. You don't need to be the most social person. You can still get your ideas out there and heard and appreciated by a lot of people and you can help a lot of people as well. So on that note, I hope this episode has helped you. If you identify, do leave a comment below. Do please subscribe to the channel. And as I say, give me a like on this video. And if you would like to join the business and pleasure email list, which I recommend you do, then I will leave a link for that below. And you also get a free ebook, which is uh, an ebook about copywriting. It's really, really good. So you need to get onto that. Okay, I'm going to leave it there for today. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. Bye bye.